Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of the Compliance Updates podcast brought to you by Team Legacies. Through this weekly series, we endeavor to bring to you legal, regulatory and compliance updates and alerts that you may have missed during the week. Let us now look at some of the key developments of the past week. Market regulator SEBI is planning to introduce a new set of regulation to control the digital gold trade. The market's watchdog is planning to fill the regulatory vacuum in an asset class that's becoming increasingly popular with new age investors. SEBI plans to create a new framework through which registered brokers and market intermediaries will be allowed to sell digital gold on a proposed spot exchange. In May, SEBI had issued a consultation paper on the proposed exchange for trading in digital gold and final regulations would be published soon. SEBI has proposed an elaborate framework wherein one can convert physical gold into electronic gold receipts and even convert those into physical gold. The Reserve Bank of India will set up a committee to scrutinize applications and give recommendations on new umbrella entity licenses, also known as NUEs. The five-member committee will be headed by RBI Chief General Manager P. Vasudevan. NUEs will establish their own payment infrastructure to compete with National Payments Corporation of India, also known as NPCI. The government hopes to build a settlement system similar to the unified payments interface with the NUEs. The Central Board of Direct Taxes, also known as CBDT, has modified the manner in which interest income accrued in the provident fund of a person above a specified limit will be taxed. The Income Tax 25th Amendment Rules 2021 says that for the sake of calculation, separate accounts within the Provident Fund account shall be maintained from 2021 to 2022 for taxable and non-taxable contribution made by a person. The Government had in Finance Act of 2021 introduced a new provision that makes interest accrued in the PF account on contribution above Rs 2.5 lakh a year taxable. This only applies to contributions made from 1st April 2021 onwards. India Central Bank, the Reserve Bank of India, is progressively moving towards launching its own central bank digital currency. RBI will follow a phased implementation strategy to this end. The Deputy Governor of RBI, T. Rabi Shankar, is sure that CBDC will be a positive step in India, which is seeing a surge in cryptocurrency investments. The strategy by RBI also includes a pilot study to test CBDC as a general-purpose digital currency, which will perhaps be the first fiat digital currency in the world. Presently, the countries that have opened their economies for cryptocurrencies include El Salvador and Cuba. FSSAI has also directed e-commerce sites to delist such products from the platform and ensure that no such defaulting products listed on the online platforms are allowed for sale in the future as well. The Madhya Pradesh High Court has stayed a circular issued by the Reserve Bank of India on June 25, 2021, which laid down several conditions related to urban cooperative banks. A division bench comprising of Chief Justice Muhammad Rafiq and Justice Vijay Kumar Singh Shukla passed an interim order on September 3, 2021, while issuing notice on a writ petition filed by the Mahanagar Nagrik Sahakari Bank Private Limited Bhopal challenging the Banking Regulation Amendment Act 2020 and the said circular of June 25, 2021, on the grounds of it being ultra-virus. The settlement or transfer of ownership of stocks or exchanges can be cut to just one business day after the trade is executed starting next year, according to SEBI. SEBI has decided to allow stock exchanges the option to offer faster T plus 1 trade cycles instead of the existing T plus 2 cycle from 1st January 2022, conceding a long-running demand from retail investors.
The change to a shorter cycle is likely to benefit retail investors, who will get quicker access to cash and securities after trades are executed. It will also reduce the risks associated with fluctuations of stocks during the settlement cycle. Reserve Bank of India on Tuesday made it impossible for one-click purchases on merchant sites from January 1 as it refused to extend its deadline for card tokenization beyond the agreed period of January 1, 2022. Tokenization is used in online transactions where the actual card details keyed in are replaced by random digits. This way the customer is protected by preventing leakage of sensitive card detail. With effect from January 1, 2022, no entity in the card transaction or payment chain other than the card insurers and or card networks shall store the actual card data according to the central bank. The central bank added that any such data stored previously shall be purged. With this, the RBI has extended the tokenization mandate to every device that connects with the internet including mobile phones, tablets, laptops, desktops, wearables such as wristwatches, bands, etc., internet of thing devices, etc., and to the payment aggregators as well as merchants onboarded by them. The Telecom Regulatory Authority of India will restrict telecom companies from luring customers with differential tariffs through mobile number portability. The regulator noted that such offerings are discriminatory and contravene current rules around pricing. According to TRAI, MNP-specific tariff orders are violative of the Telecommunication Tariff Order 1999 and other regulations, directions, orders, etc., issued by the authority from time to time. The Central Board of Direct Access has said that taxpayers can now file application for settlement 30th September. In a statement, the board said that in order to dispose of the pending settlement applications as on 31st January 2021, the central government has constituted the interim board for settlement. The taxpayers in the pending cases have the option to withdraw their applications within the specified time and intimate the assessing officer about such a withdrawal. The department further said it had been represented that a number of taxpayers were in advanced stages of filing their application for settlement. before the ITSC as on 1st February 2021 in a notification on Tuesday SEBI has said provisions related to corporate governance including composition of board of directors related party transactions and audit committee will apply to a listed entity which has listed its non convertible debt securities and has an outstanding value of such debt securities of rupees 500 crore and above The other provisions that will apply to such listed entities are corporate governance requirements with respect to subsidiary of listed entities, obligations with respect to independent directors and employees including key managerial persons and promoters, and the composition of nomination and remuneration committee, stakeholder relationship committee and risk management committee. This brings us to the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening in with us. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and tune in every Friday for more such updates. Please also feel free to write into us with your comments and suggestions to rishaa.s@legacy.in. We hope you have a wonderful weekend.